My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions, that's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, Joe House is on the line, host of the Shack House podcast presented by Callaway. Speaking of Callaway, this segment is brought to you by the Chrome Saw from Callaway, the ball that changed the ball. The ball that will be used by Phil against Europe. And then he'll use it to take on Tiger on Thanksgiving. House, you're fired up for that, but you're not nearly as fired up for anything in your life, except for this Tiger Woods thing. You were calling it. You were saying it. You were clamoring for it. You wanted it. Your zipper was ready. It finally happened. The gallery's following him down the 18th. Thousands of people. He's got this big ass smile on his face. House, I got emotional. I swear to God, I got emotional. I didn't start crying, but I but I welled up a little bit. How about you? Well, it was a goosebumps on goosebumps moment, my friend Bill Simmons. You said it all. We have been clamoring for it. We've been begging for it. We've been talking for years. I've been coming on your show with each moment of the last, say, three years or so where we've seen Tiger show a glimmer of, 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 of his past coming back, that there was a a pathway to restored health. And, you know, we kind of use this deadbeat dad analogy, you know, he, yeah. he'd show up and he'd, he'd take us out for ice cream and it would be like, Oh my God, this is all good. It's all coming back. And then he'd be gone. Yeah. Well, uh, he, he wasn't he gone stuck this around. time. No, he, he stuck around this season. And I have to tell you, I went to bed Saturday night and I felt pretty confident that he was going to win today. Yeah. Just because of how uh, relentless his focus seemed to be. Like, you know, um, the expression on his face, the number of par saves. You know, he was he was executing at a very high level. And his accuracy off the tee in this particular event was uh, his very best of the entire season. Like nearly something over seventy percent well, in terms of fairways hitting regulation. 
Yeah, the two things that jumped out to me, one was just the body language, the chest puffed out, the big confident smile. He seemed very alpha doggy. This was the tiger that, I don't want to say we grew up with because we're in our late 40s, but this was the tiger that we loved. This was the the MJ tiger. This was the LeBron against the Celtics tiger that uh, just a charisma and a swagger and invincibility ability about him. I think that was the most surprising thing to see that come back. But then there was this great moment. I think it was the 18th and he just crushed that last drive, just crushed it. And him and Rory were walking and he just had this look on his face. Like I'm back, baby. I can't believe it. I never thought this would happen. I'm back. Uh, it really felt like the old tiger and it felt like the last nine years were, were, uh, a dream slash nightmare. I know they weren't. I know they won't, but this was the tiger we thought we'd be getting at. What, how old is he now? 42? 42. He turns 43 in December. Well, that's a great segue. You and I have been having this ongoing conversation. And I don't know if we should mention the third party in this dialogue or not. I don't want to be name dropping if it's inappropriate. Yeah, don't name drop. Uh, but is, is it, he, oh, I won't say his initials even then. But, but uh, uh, a highly esteemed and acclaimed sports fan uh, and writer joined us, and we were trying to rank this Tiger comeback. In the annals of all comebacks, mm. where does this one rank? Because of the combination for Tiger of him being the the um, absolute very best historical figure in his sport, yeah. who uh, experienced, and it's all extremely well documented, a combination of, of both uh, you know psychological issues Enormous physical issues, uh, potential, you know, drug dependency kinds of issues. Not potential. <laughs> what do you mean potential? He had drug dependency issues. He admitted it. He went on the record okay. and said, I'm addicted to stuff and I need to not do them anymore. That's a great point. You're right. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, and, and yet here he is all the way back. And it, it's not just that he went and won, you know, no offense to any of the other regular tour stops. He took all, he was, this is the top 30 over the course of 2018, the 30 best players over the course of this year. Yeah. And he just went out and, and put it down on them. Yeah. I would say, so when we we're talking about, it, I was saying, I think the Ben, the Ben Hogan car accident is still number one. He broke his back and he had a car accident well, back when they had cars that I don't think you're wearing seatbelts and you probably just go right through the front of the car and. Nobody thought he was going to play again, and then he played again and succeeded. That's way up there. I think a couple of readers pointed this out. Mara Lemieux coming back from Hodgkins, winning the scoring title. Yes. That was yes. amazing. Um, yes. I would, I would uh, you know, it wasn't an injury, but just Ali having the four-and-a-half-year layoff and coming back to a sport where you have to be quick and fast. Not, not kind of the same overcoming the odds, but just it's not a sport where you want to have a layoff. And then not that long. And then you have to go to like the Sean Livingston blowing out his knee and never thinking anyone would come back and Grand Hill. But that those are all like you could we come up with a million of those to come back. Yeah, I, that's right. To for you know, a Pantheon type guy to have a career hurricane basically and come back from it. Um just didn't seem like it was gonna happen. And even, you know, there was Maybe it was a year ago he did, or a year and a half ago, he did that long interview with somebody weird. It was like a golf magazine or, remember that? Or it was Time Magazine or something. It was something. I do remember it. And we were like, why did he pick that? And he just kind of seemed so sad and pathetic in it. 
you know, and it really well, seemed the, like the, like the he, biography. Oh yeah, the biography didn't help either. But it just it no. just seemed like like he hated himself almost. I I don't want to speak for him, but it really seemed like he was as disappointed in himself and the way things had gone. Um, he was more disappointed than all of us. So to I, I can't even imagine what that was like for him today. Not just being able to get his mojo back in the gallery and people chanting Tiger. And this was a guy that, you know, really hit rock bottom in 2010 and then kept hitting rock bottom. But 2010 punchline joke, late night jokes, um, all the conspiracy stuff about what really happened that night and the embarrassing press conference. And, you know, it's just, you always expected the comeback to happen, but not the way it did today. This was the best version of it unless it had happened at the masters. Yeah, and I, I I would say 2010. Two, how about 2017? He drove his car off the road. Yeah, and he was intoxicated. I mean, no alcohol, but you know, he was under the influence of drugs. He was lucky to survive that car accident. I mean, who knows how fast he was going or any of those True. things. And 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 properly was put under arrest for that. He's a father of two young children. I was mad at him uh, last summer when when that whole thing went down. And, you know, to, to, to sit here today and have the conversation that we're having, part of the thing that I think is going to be incredible over the next couple of days is the outpouring. I mean, we've seen it already in the social media and the television and everything. Yeah. There's just, he, he has become an incredibly sympathetic figure. I'd be interested in somebody like, like Klosterman, you know, to hear his kind of take on how it is that, that the, he be, the redemption story where it came from. I mean, part of it for sure has to do with like the American comeback. We always love an underdog and somehow along the way, Tiger became an underdog. Again. Yeah, that, we don't, and, we don't need Klosterman. People love comebacks. <laughs> and to me, this is like, this is no different than Ben Affleck. Not, not Tiger is better at his sport than Ben Affleck was in his field, but, same kind of mechanics, Wait, did, right? Did Ben Affleck come back? No, I'm talking. Still in, in need no, of a I'm, I'm talking the first time. This is we haven't even oh. had the second Ben Affleck come back yet. But <laughs> he has Geely, he has J Lo, um, all that stuff, and just hits rock bottom by 2007, 2008, and then has this five year comeback, leading to winning the Oscar and becoming Batman. But he hit a point where he went from punching bag to people were rooting for him, and that's that's an American story. We build stars to break them down and then build them back up again. That's what we do. Well, the tiger yeah. thing, I think has a different element to it because golf was just never the same since he disappeared. And when they were talking about this year at the open, it was a 10 year anniversary of him winning the U S open on the torn ACL 10 years is a long time. I mean, even they said today it was eight, 1876 days since the last time he won a tournament. And I was like, I was, I was trying to count it in my head how long ago that was. And then they yeah, said it I was mean, August, 2013. And I'm thinking like August, 2013. Okay. I Grantland's two years old. Um, my, my son is, is not even six yet. And we're worried that like he might need a helmet or something. He's just insane. Um, just the, all the ways your life changes over the course of five years. And, uh, and, and now he's back and now, now he's back even better at the perfect time for him to be back because we have Ryder cup next week. And then we have this crazy tour schedule next year where it goes basically April, May, June, July, the four majors, if he can keep the house, if he can keep this going for eight, nine more months, I forgot to mention the Mickelson thing on Thanksgiving, but 
All he needs to do is stay hot for another year and just more good things are going to happen. So give me the counter case. Well, I, Why can't that happen? No, the only reason it couldn't happen is because of the health. And, and But he looks incredible. I mean, he looks, the thing to me that, that um, over the last like two months, uh, as you sort of watch him on television, that's striking is how skinny he is. Yeah. And he said um, today that he can't run anymore. So I just, I don't know what he's doing in terms of his uh, fitness Careful house. Uh, regimen. Careful house. No, 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 okay. no, no. I'm no, not I'm going not anywhere ready. near not, I have my guard up. Careful, please, careful. No, no. Okay. Look, this is going to be, I, Tiger's on the throne today, and I'm on my knees. I mean, okay. I'm not, me too. I, you're not going to hear me say anything bad. I'm genuflecting yeah. in front of the goat. That's what That's what I'm about to do. Yeah. I, 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 I'm just saying, uh, you know, if you're trying to anticipate how his health might go, over the next handful of months, like we had lots and lots of validation that, that um, he can survive these, these rounds under a whole variety of conditions. You don't see him wincing anymore. Yeah. Uh, you see him taking pretty aggressive swings all the way through um, the, 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 the entirety of, of his, uh, uh, you know, four rounds in, a, in an event. And, that, that the health is the thing that I would be worried about, and he had a really smart approach, game plan to his schedule this season. I hope he replicates that. I hope everybody, you know, in his um, team and, and in his walk of life, gives him the good advice and good counsel, and maybe he'll be making his own decisions about this. That you know, like an eighteen event kind of schedule is, is a really good number of events. I hope nobody gets crazy and and thinks that he ought to be flying off to Dubai. And, you know, yeah, he, I don't think he's. Yeah, stuff. he's not doing that anymore. There's, there's too much more money at stake for him when he's succeeding on the PGA tour. You know, like I, you got to pass something so. to buy a paycheck because he, he, I'm sure he's going to get more sponsors over the next couple weeks and all that stuff. Oh, I, it's going to be insane. I'm interested in seeing what the overnight number. I mean, I want to wake up tomorrow morning and see how, like, you know, at five o'clock. Yeah. On Sunday, what number NBC got um, for that broadcast? One of the things, I, I'll just do a quick shout-out. NBC uh, and its partners on this particular broadcast, Coke and the Southern Company, um, had this deal where, for this tournament, they show the final nine holes without commercials. Yeah, it was so cool. How, what, gri- what great luck was this for today to be watching Tigers back nine without commercials? Holy F. It also is one of the cooler courses. I love that hole. I think it's the, what's the hole that is basically the three-story building around the green? Is that 17? That's that's 15. It's a par three. Yeah, it's hard I love as a, 15. It's hard as a mother. Um, I've been lucky enough to play down there a few times. It's a very cool course. It's the cor- course that, that uh, Bobby Jones kind of grew up playing. So yeah. it's got all this history to it. Super cool. I like that little building. I have one more theory on Tiger, and this is something I think I've talked about on the podcast before. I have a lot of thoughts on bad backs because oh. I had a bad back and I had a herniated disc and I have like a little compressed fracture and all that stuff um, somewhere in there. And what you learn as you research backs, I ended up not getting the surgery in 04. I think Tiger did get the surgery, but what you learn about backs, the more you learn is that um, a lot of people have messed up backs to varying degrees and the things that can tip it are you know poor habits like if you're sitting at your desk too lo- too long and or you're not stretching or stuff like that but then the bigger one is stress and there's this uh-huh. book that Dr. John Sarno wrote that uh 
Howard Stern, actually, I found out about it from the Howard Stern show because Stern was a big fan of this book. And it was all about like how, how much of uh, a back issue like was mental and stress. And if you're not in a happy place and you have all these things that are piling up, that's kind of the tipping point for your back sometimes. And that's what happened to me. I was at Jimmy Kimmel show and I was also trying to write my column. We had just moved to LA. My wife hadn't made a lot of friends yet. I had all these things piling up. And of course my back goes out and you think like, well, he's never, and I ended up playing basketball in my forties. Like my back was fine. I am convinced it was stress. And I, I look at the tiger situation and I know he's structurally messed up and whatever. But I also think like when you're happier, your body feels better. And you watch him like with the swagger and stuff. And it's like, his back's probably the same. It was last year. He just feels better and he, you know, he's moving better. And when you don't have that constant anchor over you, maybe, maybe that's part of this. I don't know. Just a theory. No, I, I like it. I mean, you, you literally carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders and on your back. I, I totally get that. I and mean, it's the not, even, not even, event. not even career stuff. It's also like I, he has an ex-wife and she probably isn't a huge fan of his and he broke up with his girlfriend a year ago and his kids probably are old enough now that they can Google him. And God knows what kind of shit that guy is, is running through his brain. And I'm sure it affected him. Oh, undoubtedly. I mean, the, the one intervening event that's occurred for him physically as it relates to the back is the fusion surgery. Yep. And it seems like he finally got like a diagnosis that, that made the most sense for him and get, put him in the best position. And then, the last time you and I talked about this uh, last couple of weeks about Tiger, one of the things that, that seemed to be going on over the course of this season was him sort of rediscovering his physical capacity. What can I do? You yes. know, I'm, I'm inside kind of a new body here. How, how far down can I push the pedal? And, you know, what am I sort of capable of? It's partly why I think over the course of the season, and we talked about this a little bit, he seemed to be playing a pretty conservative game. If he was, you know, and he, he made he wanted to make cuts so he could play four rounds in each of the events that he entered. He only missed two cuts the whole season. Yeah, and you know, the, it's it's clear that that over the course of the season, with t- today as the culmination, that getting in those reps was crucial, and him kind of rediscovering what he was all about was crucial, and him getting comfortable again hitting a driver off the tee was crucial because he kicked everybody's ass in that regard. He was awesome off the tee, and then he putted better than everybody uh, with his old trusty Scotty Cameron. 14 majors on that thing. He was doing the follow the putt to the green a couple times today, which I loved. Yeah, the fusion surgery, some people have had that, and it hasn't gotten better. And other people have it, and it does get better. I also think we should mention, and if you read the, the, the book that came out last year or earlier this year about him, He's got an incredible pain tolerance. So he might not even be out of the woods. I think his back was obviously so bad he, you know, earlier that he couldn't even he couldn't overcome it. But this is a guy I don't need to go through all the injuries he's had, but he's his knee was deteriorating for you know, the first 15 years of his career. And that that's the then- to me that's more shocking than the back because when you read about the stuff that's happened to his knee, the the state that his knee is in that he shouldn't be able to come back from the back thing. I, I can see it coming and going and Pilates and you have the surgery and you have less stress in your life, but your knee is kind of, once it goes, it goes, there's no coming back from it. And it, you never hear about it. 
Well, it does look like he's he's walking slightly affected, and I don't know whether it's the back or or the knee. But yeah, he's definitely uh, got a gait. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, he has. A, that's right. I I don't care. I just want him healthy. Because listen to this. We talked a little bit about what the future holds. Yeah. Obviously, it, this was yesterday. He was installed as the favorite to win the Masters next oh my, year. That's crazy. And that's you crazy. know one of the things you and I observed. I wonder. Uh, we we sort of wonder to each other: is is Augusta too hard for Tiger? It, it may have been with the game that he showed up with in April, the first week of April, uh, two thousand and eighteen. But you know. If he's in, in anywhere near the condition that he's in right now, with the kind of accuracy and the confidence that he has, I, I think he'll be up to the challenge. But listen to where the next two majors are after that. Mm. The, the PGA Championship is competed in May in yep. 2019. They're going to Best Page, New York, New York's best. Do you think that that crowd? We'll have some Tiger love. We'll be prepared to go crazy for Tiger mm. if there's any possibility at all. And then and then he goes from there. The U.S. Open next year, Pebble Beach. He loves Pebble Beach. How about all the history there? I mean, it's really time for us to start thinking about. And it's just because I'm feeling greedy in the moment. We had all you know five years for, since the last win uh, on tour. Next year, it'll be 11 years since his last major win. Mm. But why can't we start talking about how many more majors he has in him? Yeah, well, and then you left out the uh, the British Open, now called the Open Championship or whatever the fuck they decided. That's in Ireland. I know, right? And you, know, you know who loves Tiger? A bunch of drunk Irish people. <laughs> oh, he's fine. Stop giving Tiger so much crap. I can make these jokes. I'm 25% Irish. Um, oh, yeah, they'll was, be rooting for him too. That accent was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that was like that sounded like Bono crossed with uh, the the Mike Myers's dad, and so he married an ex-murder. Um, yeah, so listen, it, he's the majors is the next piece of this. This was great. Yeah, this was awesome. It was so nice to have him back. But now that he's got the Tiger Tiger swagger back, now that he's got a little something something going on, now now we're talking. Now he needs a major. And we were there at the Masters. And we we were there for at least the first day, but then watching on TV and he could never, it always felt like he was like one hole away from getting it going. And it was just like, oh, that putt didn't go in or that drive hit the he wrong. Did, he yeah, just he couldn't get it. He didn't have the wedges. No. He didn't have the, 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 the short game. His wedges betrayed him. But it was so early in but the season. But he, he lingered though. And then it got to the, yeah. to the U.S. Open and, you know, it, it, he was lingering, and you were calling it. You were saying on the podcast all year, you were talking about, like, daily fantasy and gambling stuff, and you were like, I think Tiger's in the mix here. And I went from thinking, like, oh, my God, you're just in the bag for Tiger, to you were right. Tiger's play, <laughs> well, Tiger played really well for, you know, five, six months there. He was lingering, and he was around, and he was in the mix, and he wasn't even playing yeah. that many tournaments. No, it got real on that Sunday at the Open Championship uh, yeah. when he was – uh, he held the lead standing on the tee of the 11th hole. Yeah, I mean, that, that's when drive. it got real. Yeah, yeah, but he was there. Yeah. Uh, are you okay with uh, with Justin Rose winning the FedEx, whatever the fuck it's called? <laughs> yes, the PGA Tour will really appreciate you uh, uh, calling it that. Um, that's what it's called, sure, right? Yeah. The FedEx, whatever the fuck it is? That's yeah, Is that the name of the trophy? 
It's the FedEx WTF. Yes, it is. Uh, there, there you go. You, you just gave it. It's been in search of a brand identity. You, that is among the many talents you possess, Bill Simmons. Can you Congrats name the, Can one. you name the last five winners of it? Start date going back to 2013. I can name like a handful of them because yeah. I know like Rory won it, and yeah, I know yeah, yeah. nobody Stenson knows. Won it, nobody Beat remembers. Won it. Great. I mean, you know, it's awesome. Uh, Bill people Hoff remember majors. You know, people remember majors. Well, you know who remembers the players because they get a ten million dollar check. When yeah, they, they win remember it. that part. They remember cashing they remember the ten million dollar check. It'd be great. The, the idea isn't isn't crazy. They try and create a, a system by which to reward guys that have been consistent over the entire season, and and you know they've tried to come up with a way to um, you know give a little bit of uh, extra recognition for players that um, you know have, have done particularly well. So I like that you're it. You you end up in the top thirty, and then once you're thirty, you know you you have these points, and you can work your way into possibly winning uh, the ten million dollar check if you win the tournament. So, like a, a name way off the the, uh, the 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 board coming into yesterday, uh, Billy Horschel shot a great round today, sixty five, I think, uh, and you know all of a sudden he had a chance to win the ten million bucks, and he's won it before. But you know, it's it's it is it's a they're trying to find that balance between, on the one hand, recognizing great uh, performance over the course of a season, and on the other hand, letting the guy that wins the tournament have a great chance at winning the ten million bucks. It's also a huge purse, though, for this thing. I think Tiger won almost two million bucks uh, today, maybe over two million bucks. You know what they should call um, the FedEx Cup? The ten million dollar check. Yeah. I wouldn't even the FedEx ten million dollar check. That's what I would name it. Okay. The race for the check. <laughs> you don't like that idea? It's fine. The Next year they're gonna make it the announcer should say, Oh, he's leading the FedEx ten million dollar check. They should just remind everybody that ten million dollars is at stake. Not that I don't I remember really care. where I saw it. Somebody wrote tweeted uh, uh that that at some point they need to just show up with a wheelbarrow filled up with, with hundreds. I need, we oh, need it to be, let the people see. Yeah, it should be like yeah. World Series of Poker. They should just have the yeah. $10 million in bags. That'd right. be great. What a great idea. Yeah, ne- next year it's $15 million, but that just means a bigger wheelbarrow. House, we're going to the Masters and we're going to the U.S. Open, and it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm just telling. Oh, uh, it is going to be. Awesome. I haven't even I haven't even told Callaway yet. I'm I'm not positive we even have a whole plan, but we're going. <laughs> Callaway, you're sending us. We love you. I mean, you understand. I mean, I, I'm still in the in the refractory period. I, I'm still recovering over here. I don't. I have to get it all worked up again. I know. You're, you're really. You're, this is a very exciting uh, next year we have in front of us. Let's knock on wood. Let's, I'm hitting myself in the head right now. I re- we need all the forces to, to come together because this this moment where the tiger is at the peak of his powers and he's showing all the young guns what it's like. Yeah. Walk alongside Tiger. Do you see Rory today, by the way? Yeah, he was. Rory was, you know, he I, he was in high school when Tiger was at the height of his powers. He shot 74 today alongside the GOAT. Yeah, well, that's, you saw it when, uh, during MJ's Wizards run, that was actually a little more entertaining <laughs> than I think people remember. But on the days MJ had it going, he melted everyone in the crowd and everyone in the court. Everyone was so excited yeah. to kind of be on the court as MJ was feeling it. And Tiger felt it for the whole weekend. All right, we got to go. We got to get got to get to uh, the football. Maybe I'll let you back you got on football. Maybe I'll let you Best back on luck. Friday rolling this week. You're a mush. Um, if, if 
You know, if the Bucks pull it out, it'll be a two in one week. Right. You know, uh, just just so people know, all I did was take your picks from Friday. I listened to your podcast and I gave them back out as mine. So oh, I thought that would be funny. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. All right, House uh, Shack House, Shack House, House of Carbs. Subscribe oh, to yeah, both. Oh yeah, well, how about this? The Shack, the Shack House Ryder Cup preview show Tuesday. Ooh. Me and Jeff Shack for Shack is in Paris mm. as we speak. So we're going to convene. We're going to talk about. Now, the, I don't know about the U.S. fortunes. I'm looking for some value. I want to bet on something, Bill Simmons. The, wow. the bottom four guys in this event uh, at, at uh, Eastlake were, were all American guys on the Ryder Cup, but I guess it doesn't matter. I look forward to wagering on whatever you tell me to because you've been red hot this whole season. House, talk to oh, you soon. thank you. Talk to you soon. Talk to you. All right. Bye, 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 bye. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.